This is HPR episode 1796 entitled Audacity, Chains, Notches and Labels and is part of the series Podcasting How To. It is hosted by First Time Host Cheeto 4493 and is about 15 minutes long. The summary is Some more tips and tricks when using Audacity. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hi, Hacker Public Radio listeners. My name's Travis. Uh, this is my first time recording. I often go by the username Cheeto4493 on emails and stuff like that. I'm not much of a social person, so you probably won't find me on Twitter or anything, any of the other social things like Facebook. I've owed Ken Fallon a show for quite a while, but I didn't know what to, exactly to talk about. I've been wanting to do something on the Raspberry Pi, but haven't come up with a good project yet. All the projects I've been wanting to do just haven't come to fruition. I've got another project on my back burner that I'm fixing to start that's a how to automate my window blinds. So hopefully you may be hearing that come up on the list in a few months. Uh, but what I wanted to talk to you today about was Audacity and some tips and tricks after listening to John's podcast on label track. I just wanted to add a little bit to that and uh, a few couple other tricks that I that I use often. John talked about labeling tracks for kind of help sorting things out. And what I use it for a lot of times is exporting the actual sound as individual files a lot of times what i'll do is record like a whole album off of a record or tape and then want to transfer it digitally and if you label each one of those sections and then you can go into uh, export multiple and it'll actually take the labels and use those as your file names one of the things that I found really helpful is if you look over there under file and import you can actually import label tracks. What it is is uses a tab separated text file. On each line is the starting position, uh, tab, ending position, tab, and then the label name. And so what you can do is if you have a album let's say, that you know how long each song is, you can go through and put all those into a text file with, uh, say, the first song is 360 seconds long, and you can start at zero, 
and then tab and then 360 and then tab and then your label of your first track and then start a new line and then your next track if it starts at 360 or 362 seconds you put that in your uh, first line uh, and then tab over and then put in the the additional say your next track is a hundred seconds long then it would be 462 and you just basically keep a running total of your time all the way through and then you just save that as a text file and then you can import that into audacity in your project and it will create a label track underneath and show all of those labels I think this might be real helpful if you are doing a recording at, say, like a conference, and you just start the recorder at the beginning of a talk, and then if you've got a notepad there handy, you can just, in a stopwatch, you can just write down the, the times of different, like, speakers starting and stopping, and the names, and then you can import all that in as one long track if you're not sitting there hitting the stop and record each time. And then it will divide those up and label them for you by using the import feature. Once you import your labels, if you look at that label track, you'll notice that in between each label is like a greater than, less than sign and a circle in the middle. Just kind of a small icon. You can actually bump them each one over to to the appropriate start of that track uh, if you find you have like a long seconds between sections you can actually click on like the greater than symbol and actually slide it to the right and it will move the following track down and leave a gap in between that when you do an export it won't export that silence so that's another little handy trick there of how to adjust your times. One of the other tricks I wanted to talk to you about today was notch filters. And a notch filter is basically a way of removing, it's kind of like an equalizer at a specific frequency. And I don't think this comes standard in Audacity. I've actually imported the add-ons. And I think it is down in the, the bottom section of additional plugins for Audacity. And it's called Notch Filter. Yeah. Here in America, our mains frequency is at 60 hertz. And a lot of times your equipment sometimes will pick up uh, sounds based around that frequency. In the best way to find out if this will work for you is to highlight a section of silence that has the noise in the background on your uh, track just by clicking and dragging a little section of it a couple seconds long and then if you go up into analyze and click on plot spectrum it'll pop up a little window and then on that you'll see a graph and if your graph shows some spikes at some frequencies this is a good time to use a notch filter, because a notch filter will take out the spikes. When I do this, I find three spikes on my recordings. I think I have an issue between my mixer and my recorder, where I usually do recordings. 
if it picks up a 60 hertz, a 120 hertz, and a 180 hertz hum. And for some reason, the 180 hertz is worse than the 60 hertz. I think it's kind of uh, an additional, by adding the frequencies together, you get a stronger attenuation there at each frequency. So what you can do is, once you find the frequencies that you need to filter, if you'll go into, back to your track, and highlight the sections you want to take the noise out of, usually I just do the whole track, and then go up and click Notch Filter, you'll find, uh, it'll pop up, and you can insert the frequency. So I usually start with 60, and then underneath that is Q, and that, and that is your how wide of a frequency band you're going to cut down. And I uh, default is 1, and I usually go to 10. I find that a, a good number to start at. Uh, usually takes out just enough, but doesn't overlap into the other frequencies. Uh, and you hit OK and apply that. And then I go up to it and hit notch filter again and do it with uh, 120 hertz. And then I do it a third time at the 180 hertz. And I'll uh, edit in some audio clips here and so you can hear the differences in that versus using the noise removal tool that's built into Audacity. This is a test recording, unmodified. This is with notch filters, and this is with noise removal used. Sometimes, especially on a audio recording that's not very loud, where the speaker's not too, very close to the mic, and so you have a lot of background noise, especially if you have, like I said, uh, spikes on your plot spectrum, that are noise frequencies that the, if you try doing just noise removal tool it will make your audio not sound as good it actually takes out too much uh, frequencies in the area where you're talking as opposed to the notch filter which takes out frequencies at specific notches and the third thing I want to talk about today was chains. Often when I'm editing files in Audacity, I find that I'm repeating the same tasks every time I do a file, like normalize to bring up the volume levels. Uh, a lot of times I'll do a run the leveler, uh, which kind of levels out the highs and the lows and so if you get somebody who's real dynamic and they're speaking gets real loud and then they get quiet and then a little loud again leveler really helps bring that down to a consistent volume level uh, then I apply the notch filter like three times and then after I'm done with the filter I usually end the leveler I go through and I normalize it one more time and then the last thing I do is export it as a, as a different, uh, like an MP3 file. 
Well, if you do the same thing over and over again, chains is real handy for that. Because it basically what you're doing is chaining those tools together. If you go over to File and down to Modify Chains, you'll see, you'll pop it up, you'll see there's already one built into uh, Audacity called, I think it's called MP3 Conversion, I believe it is. If you look on the right, it'll say MP3 Export. And basically, what you see on that right tab is what you're doing each time. And so you can go down there to the bottom, and you can click Add, and then it'll pop up a little window, and you choose what you want to modify. And so if you choose Normalize, and then you can go in and adjust your, basically what I would say, your default settings for that modifier. Save it. And then you can insert another. And so, like I said, I usually do, uh, I add them in in the order that I normally do them. Normalize, leveler, and then my three notch filters. And then the last thing you can do is set export. And then end is the very last thing there. Uh, save that. Save it as a name you'll recognize. I usually call it something like clean audio file over there and so what you do is you can once you've got your chain set up click on file and use chains and then pull up the chain you want to use and apply it to your track and it will do all those steps all at once it saves it but the one of the neat features of the chains is you can apply it to multiple files without even opening the file up to edit it. If you go up to Chains and Apply Chains and Multiple File, you just click the files that you want to do. They all have to be in the same directory. And then Apply Chains, and it'll open the file, apply the chain, and then if you have Export MP3 or Export AUG set in your thing, it'll export those into a subdirectory called Cleaned in your same directory it opened them in. And that's a good way to do uh, bulk files. So if you've got several files that you want to change at once, it's a good way to do it without having to learn scripting to do it in a command line to open up and apply all those things. Well, I hope you've learned something from my tips and tricks today, and hopefully it won't be too long before I do another podcast recording. Thank you, and have a good day. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.